0: Time to get better. Amen? The time to change. Time to grow. Time to get better. I think God's plan for our lives is amazing. You know, we, we we know that God has a hope and a future. and We can look around and see God doing stuff. You know, I like what David said. He said, I look behind me and you were there. You, you know, the reality is, is that sometimes we don't even recognize how, how greatly God's involved in our life until we do look back. Because in the middle of the situation, in the middle of the circumstance, we're we're distracted by the circumstance, we're, by, by by the stuff that we're dealing with. You know, in this world, there's tribulation. In the middle of a tribulation, you don't always see or recognize God's hand moving. But then you look back and you realize, no, He never left my side. He's with me. He's been on my. He's been right there, walking with me, leading me, guiding me, empowering me. He helped me through that mess. You know, At the moment that you thought you were alone, you look back and find out, no, you weren't alone. He was there. You, you know, reality, reality should be for us is that we recognize, you, you know, uh, a verse we used a few weeks ago. God was wonderful to us. We are one happy people. You know, we ought to be thrilled because God is doing so much in our lives. We, we ought to be happy knowing that God is causing all things to work together for good for those who love Him. Do you love God today? Yeah, that's what the enemy's trying to do is separate you to get you to step out of that, uh, I don't know, let's just call it the love zone. You know, and that sounds weak, you know, you know for, for some of the guys, the love zone, are we going to get all warm and fuzzy? No. Hang around here long enough. You, you're going to pray to God that Lauren comes back. You know, uh, but, but that love place, the, the, the place where there's intimate relationship with God. Where, where we're really, where we're really, you know, moving and taking our, our position in Christ. That's what the enemy wants to pull you out of that spot because in that spot we know because the Bible says that God causes all things to work together for good for those who love God and who are called according to His purpose. Man, if you love God and you're willing to live life for His purpose, do you understand how frustrating this must be to hell? That no matter what hell's trying to do, it's gonna end up being for your good. That, that, you know, and you think about some of the stuff that you've been through and some of the situations that you've experienced and some of the, the some of the trials that, and, 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 and I mean, hardships, you know, you, you get to talking to people in the room, you're gonna find out, you know, these people, they're, they're like, people. They have some real life stories. We've had some tragedy. Oh, but God's working it for my good. How frustrating that must be in hell. To know that we've taken our Yeah, I mean, just think about it. Just think what hell must be thinking. They took their best shot at you, and you're still standing saying, Here I am to worship. Here I am. I'm still here. You know that's here I am, that's what it means. I'm still here, bowing down, giving you honor and glory, telling the world you are my God. Man, just think of it. But you know, if you could just get the revelation of how 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 awesome God's been for you, talk about happy! Right, right in the middle of a hellacious situation. You got that stupid grin on your face. (laughs) What are you doing? I'm just thinking about how good my God is. Can can I just tell you? And this 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 little nugget's going to be a little. This one's free. Okay. They were talking about the the, the high demand of the CDs. Well, they are now ninety nine ninety (laughs) five. Okay. This this nugget's this this nugget's free. Okay. Um, Thinking about your problems will not get you back up on top. Thinking about people who've hurt you will not get you back up on top. It is the goodness of God that leads to repentance. Repent doesn't, well it means to turn around. Yeah, but you're thinking this way and you've got to realize he's talking this way. Repent. Get back up on top. Pent is the top level. Reap to bring back to the original state. To get back to the place where God created you to be. To be up on top again. It's the goodness of God that pulls you back up and gets you up on top. Regardless of the circumstance. Regardless of the situation. Regardless of what they said. Regardless of what happened. Regardless of what occurred. No, I just think about the goodness of God and all of a sudden I'm back on top again. God is good. God is good. We, we, ought, we, we ought to be a little bit more... Uh, Free in sharing how happy we are. Blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied. We, we, are, we are one happy people. Look at your neighbor and say, your happy meter could go up a little. Go ahead, tell him. It's all right. Look what the Bible says. Philippians chapter 2. Check it out. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from His love? Any fellowship together in the Spirit, are your hearts tender and compassionate? Stop there for a minute. You know, really, he's saying, if you gotten anything out of being around God and his people, you know, any fellowship in the Spirit together, uh, are your hearts tender and compassionate? And you might say today, mine's not. Hang around a little bit. God will mess you up. Okay? Because God's working on you from the inside out. And I'm telling you, one of the things he's going to do is he's going to change your heart. You know, you might not be compassionate at all you might not have any tenderness at all just hang around him hang around he's not going to make you weaker he's going to make you better okay he, he i said he's going to make you better but you you hang around him very long and, and he's going to go to work on you and, and he said look at verse two if, if you've gotten anything at all from hanging around uh then make me happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other loving one another and working together with one mind and one purpose, it makes me happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other. What we've got to do is get in agreement, and we've got to love one another. And you would think that that would be easier than it is. It's not that easy because there's that other that's involved. Love one another. You know, in the Bible, 57 times in the New Testament, the, the phrase another is used. Love one another, encourage one another, pray for one another. You can't walk in agreement with God's Word by yourself. It requires another. And then he says, what I want you to do is love one another and work together one mind and one purpose. We just need to come into agreement that we are going to love God and pursue his purpose. Right? We're going to love God and pursue his purpose and and let's just get in wholehearted agreement and let's love each other enough to overlook each other's faults and and, and failures. By the way, if 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 you are afraid that somebody's going to find out that you have some non-strength, too late. We already know. We already know that you are uh, warped just a little bit because you're here with us. Okay? Everybody, well, you know, some people's faults are are just right out there, and you can see them. Some are a little bit hidden, but the reality is is everybody in the room's got them, so just relax. You can go ahead and breathe. You You do not have to be perfect, and if you are perfect, we're running you out of here. Let's just, let's just love each other and work together. One mind, one purpose. Not our purpose, his purpose. Look what he says it is, verse 3. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. But be humble and thinking of others better than yourself. Don't be selfish. This society that we live in, man, everything's about you. Think about it. You want to sell something? All you got to do is market it and just tell them what it will do for them. You know, this buds for you. Hey, well, it's mine. You, you know, you deserve a break today. Have it your way. And everything, you know, every this society is so self-serving. Jesus is turning it all upside down. And he said, look, don't, don't be selfish. And, and, you know, when they're writing this to us, and Paul said, guys, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress, but think of others better than yourself. Don't make this all about you. And he's not telling you what I want you to do is think of yourself as a worm. No, think as high of yourself as you want. Just make sure you think of others higher. Just, I mean, you know, I don't want you to think about bad about yourself. I just want you to think better about others, and just just change that mindset. Don't look out. Don't look out. Verse four for your own interests, but take an interest in others. Take an interest in others. You must have, you must have, verse 5, you must have, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Today we're going to talk about happy-tude. We ought to, we ought to have happy-tudes. Right? He said, I want, I, want you, I want you to have the attitude that Christ had. I want you to love people. I want you to think of people above the, the, the level that you think of yourself. And, and he's not being mean to you. You got to understand that that he he's not laying some heavy thing on you so that uh, you 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 know like like this is some type of a, uh what will we call it punishment? Like God said, I know I know how to handle you. I know how to handle a guy like you. I'm gonna make you love people. <laughs> I mean sometimes I think that's how we think of God like 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 he's he's figured out how to pull some nasty trick on us and and made us live next to our neighbors and then said love those let's see you do that <laughs> No he's doing this why well because he has he has a purpose he has a purpose and and it's for your benefit Check it out in John 15:9 I have told you or I have loved you even as the fathers loved me. So remain in my love. Don't don't get outside of that, that love. Love I've loved you the way the fathers loved me. When you obey my commandments, that's how you remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, that's how you remain in my love, just as I obey my father's commandments and remain in his love. I've told you these things. Check it out. He's telling you why. He told you how. How, how do I remain in your love? Obey my commandments. And... And how do I do that? Well, I've told you these things so that you you might have my joy and that your joy would overflow. Here's the commandment. Love each other the same way I've loved you. He's telling them, he's telling us, here's what I need you to do. I want you to love others because that's going to increase your joy. When you, when you get outside of yourself, when you when you elevate others above you, what it's really going to do is it's really going to liberate you, and the joy is not not only going to be is it going to be full, but it's going to be overflowing. Think about this for just a minute. When you have something that's overflowing, everybody's poured a you know a too much pop or too fast into the into the glass, and it fizzes up and it runs over the top, right? And what happens? It leaves the mark on the table. You, you know, it makes the cup holder in the car sticky. It gets on your clothes. It stains your shirt. It gets on whatever you get next to. Whatever was overflowing got on that. That's what God wants to do in your life. He wants the joy not not to just be at a certain tolerable level. No, He wants it to be so great that everywhere you go, you leave your mark. That, the, 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 that what he's done in you starts impacting others. That it just gets on them. They can't help it. You know why? Because you just, it's joy unspeakable, full of glory. I think that's what the old timers used to say, right? And don't say amen because that make you one of them old timers. <laughs> God wants to do stuff in you that, that impacts the lives of others. But it's not just about others. He said this is how your joy is going to be filled. See, the enemy sold us a, a, a belief system. The, 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 the enemy has tried to promote a belief system. A, a, he sold a belief system. Just shorten it up. B.S. He's told you stuff that ain't true. That if you go for you, if you live for you, if you strive for you, it's a dog-eat-dog world, and you're wearing milk-bone underwear. You got to be careful out there. No, Jesus is trying to, uh, you know, get us all to understand. God, the Father is trying to bring us back to the place. Paul's writing the, the instruction and reminding us that God's ways better. Think of Matthew. It says, "Seek first the kingdom of God, and His righteousness." Everything that you've been concerned about, amplified Bible says, His 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 way of being right, His way of doing and being right. That when you go after God's way, first that He'll take care of all the stuff that has you concerned. Because if you do it the way, if you do it the way the world's telling you to, you're actually your joy level's going down. You know, if you if you win the argument, you're still upset. Every time you see him, you remember how how upset you are, how mad you were, how hurt you've been, and God God's trying to get you to think differently. He's trying to get you. you no, know, just be a lover. You want to win? You want to really win? You want to really succeed? You want to pop to the top and, and have an explosion of victory? Come on, be a lover of people. You want to win the lost? You know, I think a lot of times what, we, what we're trying to do is figure out what we've got to learn, how big of a Bible we've got to get, where to go by the tracks. God's just wanting you to go out there and walk with people. Here's our mission. Here's our mission as a body, as a church, to find people who are far from God and walk with them. I mean, does it not make sense to you? Just think about this for a minute. That if somebody walks with you, wouldn't they get closer to God? I mean, if they just walk with you, shouldn't they get closer to God? It, hey, I'm going to tell you something. It's my, it's my mission in life that no matter who I walk with, they get better. That's really what I want. I, I, want, I want them to know God more. I want them to to be, you know, uh, more acquainted with his power and with his truth and with revelation. That's what I want. I I want to just walk with people. You know, I think that sometimes we're thinking we've got to go find people who are far from God. Man, I I don't want to be a preacher, uh, you know, and I don't blame you. Shouldn't you be able to just walk? Here's my command. Just love people the way I've loved you. The way I've loved you. You know, we're going to go out and spread the gospel. And so, you know, we got to get a sandwich board and stand on the street. And one side says, I'm a fool for Christ. And the other side says, who's fool are you? Yeah, let's go door to door. We've got a friend in, in ministry and. And, uh, Pastor Bill Shear in Tulsa at Guts Church. And when he first got saved, they hooked him up with a guy that was going to take him out and teach him how to evangelize. And so they went up to the top of the hill where the cars park, where young men take young ladies and just outside of Tulsa. And they went up at night and they, and they said, okay, here we go. And, and Bill, you know, he didn't know what, what to do or anything. And said, just follow me. And, and they walked up to the cars. The cars were all lined up. The guy walked up to the car. This is a true story. Walked up to the car, opened the car door and yells in the car, do you know how hot hell Is, (laughs) Bill said, "I'm out," and he turned around and left. (laughs) We are stupid. You really want to win your family? Why don't you just walk with them? Why don't you? You really, you really want to know joy? How about take your hands off them, quit trying to fix them, and just say walk with me. Come on, let's let's do life together. Let, let's do life together. C- can I tell you? Can I tell you? You know, uh, on any given weekend, there's six, seven hundred people coming through the building, and you know, wait till Easter. It's gonna be awesome when we're you know we'll be back at the at the convention center, and you know, and uh, let's believe God for a thousand people this year, huh? And, and, and let's just find people that, to walk with us. Uh, but, but can I tell you what, what, that, what all of this and all the lives that have been changed and all the breakthroughs and all the healings and all the deliverance and all? Of, can I tell you what it's the fruit of? It's a few of us who decided let's do life together. Let's walk together. That's all you got to do. You want to win lost? You want to get happy? want to, want want to want to get happy? Get over being mad. <laughs> that sounds deep, but it's the truth, man. Just get over being mad and live hap- live a happy life. Just walk with people. I think I think it's awesome because uh we, what it is is when it comes to love, see, we got this all screwed up mindset of what love is because we, you know, we in the English, you know, translation of love, we we use that word is so wrong. It's our our understanding is so uh not right it's inexact it's it's frustrating because i mean think about how we use the word love i love my car i love that truck i love my harley i love chocolate sponge cake people say stupid stuff i love the seahawks (laughs) yeah and then something happens they suck. And that's how, that's how we treat people with that kind of love. See, in, the Greek, in the Greek, it breaks it down a little bit better. There's different words used for different types of love. There's, there's three, really, in the Greek. We're going to talk about two of them today. We're going to talk about phileo and agape. There's a third one. It's eros, which is where we get our word erotic. But we don't have to describe that because you've been understanding that one since you're about 13. But uh, phileo and agape... Phileo and agape, listen to these differences. Phileo requires two people to appreciate each other. Phileo requires two people to appreciate each other. Agape love, God's love, does not require that at all. The other person does not need to appreciate you. Phileo is mutual in that both people have some degree of respect for each other. Agape can be entirely one-sided. Phileo is conditional. If certain requirements are not met, it can end. But agape comes no strings attached because it's based upon an internal commitment of one person to another, regardless of that other person's thoughts, feelings, or emotions. Phileo relationships can last for a certain length of time and then stop because circumstances change. Agape exists, period. There's no time relation at all. Phileo requires some level of emotional attachment and personal affection in order to thrive agape flourishes in the soil of commitment and any positive emotional experience only serves to enhance it phileo can be a blend of both selfish and self-giving attitudes and actions but agape on the other hand is always seeking the benefit of the other one even at its own expense It's a different different kind of love altogether this is the way god loves you See, it's not based on time. It's not based on circumstance. It's not based on emotion. See, when you're mad at God, God's still loving you. When 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 you're disappointing God, God's still loving you. When you've turned your back on God, God's still loving you. When when you've failed God, God's still loving you. When, you know, and He said, "That's this is what I want you to do. I I want you to hang out with me. I want you to walk with me, God." In that what He said in, in a uh, Micah. Right. He has shown you a man what is good to love mercy, to do justly and to walk humbly with your God. Right. And, and, and why does God want to walk with you? Why did God want to walk in the garden with, with Adam? Because he knew that if I just walk with him long enough, they'll begin to they'll begin to transition, transform, They'll become like me. That's why God wants you to walk with people, because if you've been walking with God, you're going to start to become like God. And if God if, if God's changed you and you're walking with people, people are going to begin to. Uh, hello. And, and you know, here's here's the deal: is that God's wanting us to love His way. Well, well, how, how do how do we how do we do this? How how do we pull this off? How do we start? How do we get better at just walking a God walk? I want to give you four bullets real quick in the next six minutes. It's going to be crazy fast, but they're they're super simple. Four four bullets. I'll give them to you right now, and then we'll break it down just a little bit. Four steps you can take to be a better manifestation of the love of God. How to win the lost. Happitudes that you can grow. Number one, don't talk so much. (laughs) It's gonna be hard for some of us. Okay, one, don't talk so much. Number two, don't drop out so often. So don't talk so much, don't drop out so often. Number three, don't forget so quickly. And number four, don't fly solo. Don't talk so much. Don't drop out so often. Don't forget so quickly. And don't fly solo. Don't talk so much. Proverbs 17:28. Even fools are thought wise when they keep silent. With their mouths shut, they seem intelligent. <laughs> don't you love that verse? I love this statement. When you know you're wrong and choose to keep silent, you're wise. When you know you're right and choose to keep silent, you're married. Okay, just started throw that. I love that one. Oh, listen to them already. They're gonna, yeah. We just come back from a women's retreat. <laughs> Take your head off. Okay. <laughs> listen to this. James one nineteen. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. Don't talk so much. Be a listener. Matter of fact, there's, a, there, there's a, an equation in this verse maybe you've never seen before that, that, might, that might help you understand some of your current difficulties, your current challenge. Uh, be a quick listener, a slow speaker, then you won't get angry so fast. If you get angry a lot, it's probably because you're not listening long enough. You're speaking too early. That's worth the price of the tape. I don't know why I have this anger thing. Because you, you don't listen. Anger is always the result of something that's been taken from you. But you might listen to the person that you're mad at all the time and find out that they're not actually trying to take it from you. They just don't know how to speak your language. you just got to be a listener. I'm not always the best example of that one. So this is a place where I need to take a step. Be silent a little bit longer. You know, matter of fact, look at verse twelve in James one. Blessed, happy to be envied is the man who is patient under trial, stands up under temptation. When he stood the test and been approved, he's going to receive a crown, which is God's promise to those who love Him. You know, when we we read that verse and we're thinking about patient under trial, standing up under temptation. We're thinking about spiritual warfare. No, it, from verse nineteen, in verse twelve to verse nineteen, it, there's no disconnect between twelve and nineteen. He's talking about relationships. What's the what's the patient under trial? What, what What's the standing up under temptation? Well, you're tempted to say some stuff when you need to be quiet. I feel like we're having revelation in the house because you aren't saying anything right now. It's amazing. Don't drop out so often. Proverbs eighteen twenty four. I I love how the the New Living Testament does this. There are friends. We did not do that. That's in the book that way. There are friends who destroy each other, but are real friends. Sticks closer than a brother. You know, uh, we're supposed to have the same attitude that Christ had. Aren't you glad that he didn't walk out on you when you got a little bit unlovely? It's easy to be there for people during the party. Somebody needs to hang around long enough to help clean up. Good times are great. What about during the bad times? Don't be running off all the time on people. Well, they've made a decision, and i I just can't condone it. Keep walking well well, well, they're leaning towards homosexuality. Well, we're not going to accept homosexuality and compromise, but we're not- but we're not going to condemn either, so you know well, what are you going to do? I'm going to keep walking with you. You'll never change the direction I'm headed ever you're not changing my direction, but I I never want to disconnect from you. I want to walk with you. Why? Because if you keep walking with me, it won't be long till you're a long way from where you thought you were going. Hello? Don't drop out so quick. Don't give up so fast. Don't bail on people. Look at this one. Don't forget so quickly. Proverbs 11.3, the integrity of the honest keeps them on track. I love Psalms 15 when it's talking about who gets to hang out in your presence. So he says, he who swears to his own hurt and changes not. Don't forget your promises. Don't forget so quickly. We we forget quickly what we just said we do and then we don't do it. How about we have integrity and, and fulfill our word even when we don't feel like it. Even when it doesn't. Make sense. Just do what you said. Here's here's just, here's just a, a, a you know maybe something you ought to a, a habit you might want to create. How about under promise and overachieve? instead of over promising falling short. You know don't promise the world. Just deliver it. Just do more than you said. Be better than 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 you than you had to. Don't go just only as far as you have to. Be a second miler, right? Do more, but but understand that your word means something. You know, here maybe 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 when you go to work this week, what you ought to do is keep your promise and work. When you when, when the guy hired you, you you said you'd work for him. Maybe you ought to be a person. Don't forget so quickly. They didn't hire you because you needed a job. They hired you because you were going to help them succeed. Uh, Maybe you ought to keep your word and instead of talking bad about your boss, encourage, build up, promote. That's what they hired you to do. You know, uh, if if I were your boss and you were talking bad about me, I'd fire you. You said you appreciated me. So now I'm going to tell you the truth. When you're complaining about your boss, you ought to be fired. You're going to take that company's money? What, because you deserve it? And you're undermining the boss wearing your Jesus t-shirt? I love you. Well, I don't feel like it. Well, I do. You know, this this soft love thing, you know, let, let me uh, just pick, paint this picture. You know, you, you're walking with a friend and he's headed to a cliff and he's going to throw himself off. And all the way along you're going and you're trying to tell him, don't do it. Don't do it. There's a better way. You got a future. Don't do it. Don't do it. When you get there, are you going to watch him jump? Or are you going to break his legs? Well, if you love him, you're breaking his legs. I love you, man. I, love, I, 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 love, I loved you. No, you'll know I love you because I'll smack you down. Okay? And then I'll have Todd come drag your sorry behind backs so we can knock some sense into you. Quit complaining. Quit complaining about your employer. I'm sure that it's tough. I'm sure it's almost impossible at moments uh, for people who work for me. I think it's probably hard for people who work for the government. But if you work for the government, you ought not be complaining about it all the time. I'll go to number four. We'll get out of here. Don't fly solo. Let me just put it to you this way. Find a way to help somebody else succeed. We already have scripture. Think of others higher than yourself. So you can't be thinking about yourself if you're thinking about others higher. Don't be caught up with your own interests. Consider the interests of others also. Find somebody to help succeed. Figure out a way to do something kind for somebody and then do it. Take the, take the uh, no-strings card out of the worship guide this week or stop by the info center and get some more of them and figure out a way to go do something for somebody that you don't know, something for somebody that they don't deserve it, something for somebody where you can just begin to train yourself. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be walking with people on it and I'm going to be a blessing. You know, wouldn't it be weird to find out that it's your boss that you've been complaining about is the guy that God wanted you to walk with so he'd get closer to God. And the enemy thought, well, if I can get him to complain about it, he'll never actually let him walk with him. Let's get smart. Let's realize that God's doing something. He's using us to reach and change this environment and, and, and the cities that we're in and the region that we're in. But he also is doing it that your joy might be overflowing. And he just wants you to be happy people. So embrace what God's doing in your life and just realize, you know what? As I pursue His purpose, His purpose, i I got people who are in agreement with me. Hey, you're in a house. We're in agreement. This is what we've been called to do, to find people far from God. Walk with them. Let's get in agreement. Let's agree with each other. Let's love one another. Let's be deep-spirited friends. This just means we might have to be quiet when we want to say something. Which means, you know, we, we, might, we might have to think differently than we used to think. Right? We, we, we might have to hang in there a little bit longer than, than we're comfortable with. But maybe we can help each other succeed. I think that's what God wants. Don't you? Close your book. Bow your head. Let me pray for you. Fall out, thank you today.